What's going on, guys? It's me. It's me. It's SG3 doing another rundown today on the sports talk. I mean, yeah, we're not getting as many sports, but still, though, we have some sports here one more time. Join with my main guys. It's Tony the Kid and Uncle Lisp. Tony the Kid, take it away, my brother. What's going on, Reject fans? How y'all doing today? Uh, thank y'all for joining for a special episode of Sports News. Take it away, Uncle Lisp. Hey, 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 it's Uncle RJ. You know what, Uncle Lisp, Uncle RJ, dude, you it's change, a, it's all you the change, same your, you change your name more you know, than more than Prince used to change the symbol, man. We, so, could, <laughs> we, could, we could definitely have an argument about this. Hey, he rest in peace, though. I had to say it, though, yes. man. It can last forever, so it doesn't. Don't even try to argue back with it. Now I'm gonna go ahead with sports news, and then SJD is gonna go on with his special spiel. Uh, multiple Texans and Dallas players have tested positive. Now including definitely Ezekiel being a big name out of it. Other names, not too sure, but I'm sure that we are going to find out later on down the line. New York Jets, Jamal Adams is is requesting a trade. Top seven places, Baltimore, Dallas, Houston, Kansas City, Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Seattle. Now, which place would he end up? I don't know. Out of all those places, I would like to see him go to Dallas. That's just my opinion. I think he would be phenomenal in Dallas as the safety for the team, knowing what he has up front. That's what I like. This is just my decision, though. And this is just me, because mm-hmm. I'm the sports guy. So I'm yeah. going to put in my two cents yeah, on yeah, this you one. Yeah, you are. What? I would say Baltimore, Baltimore, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Because, again, he, he could actually Of win. course you would say Baltimore, Kansas City. Because Kansas City, you want another reason why Patrick Mahomes is going to win something. No, Another on. reason why. All right, let, let, let's uh-huh. have a, let's have a conversation, just a simple conversation, a quick one. Mm-hmm. And you're even probably going to say, "Dang, he always gets me with this." Uh huh. My question was, before Kansas City got Terrell Suggs, how good was that defense in the middle? It was bad. And once they got Terrell Suggs, it was good. So now, just to mention, they had had uh, Jamal Adams in the middle alongside Terrell Suggs. Oh, okay, cool. It's not because Wait, he's he's not, he's conversation. Not the he's a safety. He's going to be in the back end. So that's going to be... he's going to be protecting the middle of the back. Yeah, he's going to be going in okay, the middle. Okay, so one more time. It's a different conversation now, nope. isn't it? Okay, you don't cool. Deserve, you, don't deserve, right, you, don't, you don't need to go there. You don't need to go there. That, that would, if someone I was NFL, should, someone just be like NBA. It. Be like a mayor. Decline that trade request. Someone's just a hater. Because Because you're just now going to have an all-star team in general all accumulated in there. No, no, no. Go to Dallas, please. Thank you. I don't see him doing much in Dallas, though. I would rather go. The only thing I see him doing in Dallas is getting a fat paycheck. I would not be surprised if he goes to either, actually, San Francisco and Seattle. No. like I wouldn't be shocked just because of Look, Seattle. Seattle, Seattle, I think has the best chance of probably going back to the Super Bowl. But if you're guaranteed to win, yeah, Baltimore or um or Kansas City. Okay. If you're guaranteed to ring, do what Terrell Suggs did. Yeah, cool, Kansas City. Hey, you yeah, know, right. did he okay. win a ring? He won. A yeah, ring. all right, that's okay, all. Okay, okay. he <laughs> won a ring, sir. That's all that matters. All right, now now to the next well, one. <laughs> NBA draft. <laughs> NBA draft will be in October 16th. I think they're eligible in August, as early as August. No, as early as after that. Uh, I I saw something different. NBA sets transaction window for June 23rd. Okay. June 30th. So probably, I know free agency is going to start soon, but I think at this point, though, yeah, you're looking at around August, dude. Okay. Excuse me, October. Yeah. Due to the way the season's going to go. The setup. Okay. Clay Thompson 
Knee is at full health, looks like. Um, it looks he's definitely cleared for training without restrictions, cleared to participate in mini camps. So is Clay Thompson gonna be joining us? It possibly for the next NBA season. Because we know he can't this season. Exactly. <laughs> so I would think he should be just fine. I that's one NBA player of between him and Kevin Durant. I'm gonna be more excited to see Clay Thompson. He deserves to come back. And for him to get a contract coming up, he deserves it of all people. So hopefully he's good. I think he got a contract. I think he did actually. I think he did extend his seven. But but the thing was all that he he when he went down, the first thing he has is this going to affect my free agency. Right. So I feel at this point he's like, you know what, cool. I know they're going to pay me here. Right. Let me me just stay here. Let me let me. I'm already loved by everybody. So what I got? Stick what I got from here. Yes, definitely so. So that's all I got for my news. Anything else, Miss Sports? Talk man. Uh, as we discussed earlier, as you guys know, FIFA and Madden, along with well, excuse me, EA drops the first EA uh, first actual Unity trailer, you could say, mm-hmm. with FIFA and Madden along in the in it. And I believe again, as I was talking to Tony the Kid, um, I feel like they're doing this for Unity, for world peace, yeah. for world, for just bringing the world together through a sport. And I feel like that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, if we want to go now to the, you know, then. Kind of easing into it. We're yeah. going to go to football. Football. Wait, may I interrupt real quick? Go ahead. Go right ahead. You know, I was thinking about what you said, how they did this, like, collaboration uh, trailer together. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, it'd be cool if they actually created a game where you could actually choose to be, like, a storyline. Mm-hmm. In the storyline, you could either go and become a football player or go and become a soccer player. At this point, I see your, I see where you're coming and I see where you're going. But at, it's it will, it'll be way too much. Because you're talking now, you're gonna have to have a collaboration between the two. So it's like it's gonna be a lot of money just because of the teams and the entities of yeah. what they, what they come in. So it's gonna be a lot of work for them to. Co- you're, you're looking at running both Madden and FIFA both are run out of money. Right. right. I see your point, and I, I would that would agree. be pretty that cool. That's what I'm saying. Like, wouldn't Definitely. it be crazy something like that ever? Mm-hmm. That's why. And I the map, agree. like how they're doing the maps for Assassin's Creed now, and how big yeah. they're gonna open that up. For them to do something like that with the sports world, that would even be pretty cool. That'd be, that'd that'd be, be awesome. Um, so, you know what? Um, let's go very quickly with some football. La Liga has returned. And when La Liga, they just had a match this past week on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Real Madrid wins their game. Friday, unfortunately, Barcelona ties with both of them. With both of them, uh, the results that they were in La Liga race is is basically back open, mm-hmm. aka meaning that it's only uh, there still is one game behind between Barcelona and Madrid. Madrid has that one game behind. Madrid is only two points, I think, away from the first spot. So now you're looking at a more exciting end of the season. It's mm-hmm. going to be good. Uh, let's see what happens there. Um, now the finally. To me, <laughs> the Premier League has come back, and as the Premier League has come back, we have finally seen that uh, some teams are still the some teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manchester United, unfortunately, being my team, they are who they are. Uh, <laughs> I said what I said, and I don't take it back. Okay. Uh, maybe they'll be better next year. There's always next year. That's uh-huh. all I'm gonna say. Um, Liverpool still being Liverpool, they should they should easily win the season. Mm-hmm. Punks. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, finally, yeah, I got a trophy. All right, cool. So uh, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm sorry. I'm pretty, pretty, pretty bogus there. How oh, well? Um, I'm pretty, uh, pretty vocal about quite like. Yeah, so I can see that. No filter there. Uh, huh? None at all. Um, completely random news, but Barcelona win their lawsuit against Neymar. 
Um, Neymar has sued Barcelona for 49 million due to signing bonuses, but uh, court actually rules in favor of the club. And wow. uh, Brazilian owes the club 7.5 million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, as for anything else, currently you're not just looking at placement for the next Champions League. You're also looking at who's going to win their league. So we're going to see what goes on there. Nothing really huge in the aspect of sports right now in regards to that one for soccer. Yeah. Going into football, now the NFL into football. Not soccer, football. If you go there, uh, you know what? Going to welcome the new Bears quarterback because, you know, he is going to be the Bears quarterback. No, no, no. Uh, congrats- hurt. Congratulations to him. At this time, it is currently 1.11 a.m. Central Standard Time, so I'm going to send this out to all the fathers out there, uh-huh. including to our own Tony the Kid. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. That's Happy true. Father's Day to, uh, to actually Nick Foles. He just welcomed in his baby uh, earlier this week, actually. Don't know when, but I know he did. Uh, congratulations to him. Congratulations once again to Tony the Kid. Thank Happy you, Father's you, Day you. to my grandfather, my grandfather in heaven. Happy Father's Day to my father. That's right. Um, and whether you're a single mother, whether you're a dog, a dog dad, you know, anything, congratulations. Happy Father's Day. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for everything that you guys do. Let me get a quick uh, happy Father's Day for the first time to my nephews, Edwin Guadarrama, and that one that I can't mention for undisclosed reasons. Yeah. Happy Father's Day, Tony the Kid. Happy Father's Day to my dad. I was going to say, like, I'm not and having another all baby. All my brothers out there. Happy Father's Day to the rejects who have kids like Lito, who's celebrating his first Father's Day right now. Yes. Lito, uh, welcome to the Father's Day Club. I'm not a dad, but, you know, just want to welcome you to it. <laughs> I should have been telling the kid to do that. That's right. Which is kind of ironic, but okay. Um, in regards to anything else that I have right now, nothing really huge. Oh, actually, I do have some more NFL news. My mistake, guys. Uh... NFL news in regards to anything. Kyler Murray has stated that he is going to be taking a knee. <coughs> Excuse me during the um, during the national anthem. Mm-hmm. He's going to be taking a knee going forward, and basically for uh, basically for the protests and Black Lives Matter. Um, I respect that. I appreciate it. Go go big or go home. Um, by the way, this kind of just started some sort of other things. Uh, Colin Kaepernick has been given the green light to join the Chargers. A lot of NFL analysts are saying that he would actually fit perfectly with the Chargers. What? Who knows what that one team that contacted, you know, Pete Carroll to say, hey, can we give him a tryout? It's going to be. Right. Maybe Tony the Kid, myself. We hope it's Chicago. We'll see what happens there. That's number one. Number two, Gronk wears a new Bucks jersey. Ugh. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we already heard the talks over here. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Gross. And last but not, I don't have anything else right now. You know, again, with uh, I'm doing the best that I can to give you guys the best news that I possibly can with a little bit of information that I have. Mm-hmm. So um, that's really all I have for sports in regards to that. Um, and I have uh, the only thing I could just say is to my friend. Actually, oh, one last thing. A lot of soccer players currently are actually taking a knee who are of black heritage, who are of Brazilian descent, or anything. They score a goal and they take a knee. And to me, that speaks a lot of volumes. I I say thank you for using your platform to do the right thing. Which I think at this point right now with a lot of these athletes, for sure, I think will be the best time frame to use those platforms. I think they're going to take advantage of it and embrace it and start doing that. I think a lot, you're going to see that a lot through all 
entities of any type of sports right now. Someone's going to be doing something. More than one person is going to be saying something. So it's going to be shedding light. I like, I appreciate that and respect that. By the um, way, actually, I'm so sorry. I forgot ahead. to say this. More UFC Fight Island bouts. Worden versus Gustafsson. Hermanson versus Gastelum. Oof. Whitaker versus Till Figueredo. I am so sorry I completely butchered that. Versus mm-hmm. Benavides 2. Mm-hmm. Those have been confirmed for Fight Island. There you go. So let's see what happens there. Last but not least, NHL star has COVID-19. Maple, Maple Leafs star Austin Matthews is positive for coronavirus. Damn. In the Toronto Times, it was talked about. Uh, last but not least, Sadia A has returned. That is the Italian League. Um, unfortunately, Cristiano Ronaldo did not win the championship. Yeah. So he lost in penalty to Napoli. So, unfortunately, to all my Cristiano Ronaldo fans out there, I do apologize. Um, not going to say anything bad about it. I actually do respect them. Uh, now I'm going to bring in something a little bit different. Normally, we don't. Uh, we normally don't do this when it comes to sports talk, but I'm actually going to ask you guys a question. Mm-hmm. Yes. And... I want you guys to leave it on the open for everybody. You guys as well at home who are listening, who are intaking everything. I want you guys to give me your top five athletes of all time. Men, women, past, present, future. Mm-hmm. Could be someone in college. You guys think they're going to use their platform to actually grow. That was a dog shaking in the background. Uh, <laughs> um, just leave it up for conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want. I want constructive conversation with something like this because... Sports has, in one way or another, affected our lives with something. Yep. So uh, I'm actually going to have Uncle Lisp start with your number five, and then we're going to go five, and then four, and then three, and then we're going to go, once we get down to like two, one, we're going to talk about why we chose them. Okay. okay. Right, so we're each doing our five at the same time. Then so just five, yeah. Time. Correct. And then okay. three, and then two, one, you're going to do it by yourself and give like your explanation as to why. Yeah. Number five for me will have to be uh, Bruce Lee. Okay. Good pick. Good pick. I respect that. I respect that. My number five pick, I will add LeBron James in this. So okay. I'll pick my number five. All right. Uh, my number five pick will be Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. My hero, Muhammad Ali. Okay. So now we're going to number four. Number yes. four. Number four. Damn. Four is going to be tough. I have to go with Michael Jordan on number four. Okie doke. Yeah. Mine? <laughs> like, I look like you were saying something. It looked like you were waiting for something. I mean, he was looking at you like, know, go ahead. Yeah, man. exactly. He gave me the green light. Yeah, he's exactly. over here like, what do, want, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Like, what are you talking like, about? My number four is Michael Jordan. You're saying something. And Tony's like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, okay. that, that's exactly what you were supposed to do and you did it right. Yeah. <laughs> my, my number four pick would be Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, Big Shaq. All yes. right, cool. Yes. All right. Petty then dropped 60 points on you in the same day. All right. Yes, I see right. you. Uh, number four for me, I actually agree with uh, Uncle Lisp. Michael Jordan. Okay. Number three? My number three would have to be Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Okay. Because he wrestled with a broken freaking neck. neck. And he won Olympic a gold medal. medal. He won a gold medal. Two gold medals. Yeah, Good job. Broken freaking neck. neck. <laughs> I like that. Uh, my number three would be Michael Phelps. Okay. Okay. My number three will be LeBron James. Okay. All right. So my number two, Amanda Nunez. Two and one. But why oh. do you, why, okay, so number two, and why do you pick them? And then yeah. number one, and why do you pick them? Yes. Okay, so number two, why I pick Amanda Nunez? Because mm-hmm. she did what nobody was giving her credit to do. 
She beat Cyborg. Ronda Rousey, Cyborg, and she destroyed Cyborg in the fight. Mm-hmm. And nobody really gave her credit to do at all. True. Misha Tate. Misha she Tate. She beat Misha she Tate. Submission Misha Tate, and she beat Holly Holmes with her own finish. Yeah. Yeah. True. She. And, I. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You no, that was, was going to say that. What she's done is she's established women's uh, MMA to a different level than what we had when Ronda Rousey was there. So now you got to find somebody who's better than her to beat her. Exactly. That's what you did. Well, what I, I mean, say? I totally agree with you on the Amanda Nunes part. She is by far, by far set the standard for women's MMA right now. I think... For a time period, you had the argument of Ronda Rousey being the best, Cyborg being the best. If they two fought, who's the better? But for Amanda Nunes, she doesn't get the credit that she deserves because she this woman went through all the top girls at, in this time of her career and at their career being the best of what they do and walked right through them. She defeated Misha Tate, like you said. Ronda Rousey. Uh, Cyborg in a phenomenal fashion. She definitely whooped on Holly Holm, who beat the first one to beat Ronda Rousey. Um, and then even recently, the domination that we saw in her last fight against Spencer. Like you can see just why who why she's number one and why she's the best. And the fact I don't know who's going to be able to knock her out, knock her down off the top right now. Just even win by decision. Exactly, <laughs> and it's like no matter what. Like, who comes up, it's going to be, a, a, I think, a long time before we get somebody even like her coming up. So, sure. it's going to be phenomenal once that person does show up, uh, as far as women, and to knock her down. I think she's going to be on top for quite some time. And she's phenomenal. She deserves the credit. So, can we do your number two before I do my number one? You're doing your number one. All right. So, my number one uh, would have to be Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. My okay, reason like for Muhammad Ali is because of the things he stood up to. Yes. He stood up to the government when, you know, when you got, you know, when it was necessary to do so. Right. Yep. Um, and what he said is true. The only way you could take the belt off me was just this. He's yep. like, you couldn't find anyone to beat me. Right. And he, uh, he won his belt back three, t- two more times after he lost it, which mm. is a belt he never lost, like he said. Right. Never got um, taken away from him. The first a place. lot of boxers. Try to establish themselves as the next Ollie. Yeah. And that's pretty much something I admire about him is, one, he stood up for his religious rights. Mm-hmm. Two, he didn't let the government control him. Exactly. And three, he was just a heck of a boxer. Yeah, I agree. He was bigger than boxing, as he says. I agree with you. Uh, So I guess my pick, uh, my second overall pick, I'm going to pick Serena Williams. This woman won 73 career titles. Starting back ever since 1999. Now, since then, she's been dominant in tennis since like since 1999, being the top top one. So even her sister Venus, pretty much, you know, you could say second um, as far as the sisters. But Serena just overall catapulted, you know, women in general's tennis, and in a time period where people weren't really even paying attention to tennis at that point, especially women at that. And just took it to a whole nother level. She dominated, in my opinion, to, from the nineteen era, from nineteen ninety nine in general, but pretty much the whole two thousand to two thousand, and even at that two thousand fifteen era of tennis, just being the top top girl. And 
what she's done during social injustice, what she's done as far as women and general women empowerment has been phenomenal and a testament to a woman and what a woman can do in our society. And at that being an African-American. And I think that's one aspect of her that she deserves credit the most of what she's accomplished. Um, my number one pick would be my man, Michael Jordan, most dominant NBA player. I think I don't say dominant, in my opinion, my fault, but the most I, like just a legend in the NBA court. I think me watching him as a kid for me and any arguments for any NBA players can say who's the best between him and uh, well, LeBron. Well, the funny thing is that. Sorry, I interrupted Go ahead, go ahead, you. go ahead. Okay, you know how you know Michael Jordan is the best? Mm-hmm. Because you're trying to compare everyone to him. Yep. To this day, nobody's saying, oh, well, you know, this guy's the next LeBron. No, they're saying LeBron's the next Jordan. Exactly, from Jump Street. Kobe was the next Jordan. Yep. This guy, Adlin Iverson, was the next Jordan. Right. No, he wasn't. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's a lot of those uppercomers of they're comparing them to the Jordan. Yeah, and even to this day, they're gonna compare who's the next Michael Jordan, not who's the next LeBron. Now, I can give. I'm not gonna say I don't give credit to LeBron James because she's my top five. But as far as in the argument between Michael and Jordan, between Michael and Jordan, between Michael and LeBron, no matter what, you're gonna have an argument because LeBron. LeBron's history has some shady, not shady, but there's some light in there where there's something someone can argue and say, you won that game because of that person. You all like you're that close of losing it, but you got that lucky shot in and you, I I don't, it just a lot. There's a lot of stuff in there. You move from one place to another to move to, to team up with people, to become a better team, to win a title you didn't stay in the team that you were before to win the titles instead. You won two titles somewhere else. You came back because the team finally, you know, lost so many times. They got now decent first round players. And now you're going to go with the younger, better team and be your, you know, be the mentor and be the main man there again. And then win a title. So there's just so many arguments there as far as that's concerned. But I give credit where credit's due as far as LeBron James has done. And being the physical, uh, physical and more, like very athletic when it comes to the field. One person I've not seen able to do what you do as far as the passing, the rebound, the shooting, the the actual you know presence you have on the court. The only issue is, is that when when it came time to it in your career, you you couldn't follow the light on the court. When it came to Michael Jordan, he faced the light and he went after it. And he went after it with a vengeance. That boy had no type of, like, not say slowing down, but no type of, I felt beat. I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back strong. And when he came on top and winning the title in 1991, was 1990 and 1991 season, was his, first, was his first title. And since then, nobody was able to knock him out of the top. No one at all. Even those first two seasons, people can argue and say the first, no, not the first two, the middle two seasons where he left, I think in 94, 93, SG3. Yeah. Around that time frame. Uh, those two seasons. Yeah, Jordan's 93, 94. Those two seasons, you can still argue and say, 
what if Jordan stayed? Would he still have won titles? Some people could say if they kept that teams the way they were, they probably would have still won the titles. Yeah. And he would have been eight in a row and still would have left on top. So it's just to show that what he's done in the NBA and what he's able to do on the court and what he was able to do against other players and get in their mind mentally and physically and going after them. And he played in the era where NBA was the roughest, most physical type of game that we've ever seen. And if it wasn't for all those rules changes and stuff like that, we probably, you know, when I don't know, what would we see nowadays? But it just goes to show that it's not phenomenal. as uh, it's not as hard as it used to be back then. Definitely, and you can still kind of compare the two see compare the two eras. But my opinion, Michael Jordan will always be on top and stay on top. Definitely. SG three. All right, let me close it out. Um, I'm gonna go a little bit more different. Most people probably would guess that since I call him a hero, that Ali would have been one. I'm trying to not be so cliche. Uh-huh. So number two, Mia Hamm. Why Mia Hamm? Soccer player? Yeah, soccer player. The main reason why, though, because of her, women's soccer became the thing it is now. Women's soccer became not just a global sport, but a U.S. sport. Who's Mia Hamm? She's, uh... She was actually the, the poster child, basically, for soccer back in, the, like, oh, in the 1999. Got you. Let me look at it. She, Mia Hamm... Definitely did... look at her. Hey, hey, I got my wife listed to the show here. Mabel... Oh. Wasn't it, that's not what he meant. That's not what he meant. He just meant definitely look at it so we can oh, talk about yeah. the show there, okay? No, I meant yeah. like look at her yeah. stats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How the, good she is. Thank you. Oh, no, thank no, no. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, like yeah. that. Stop it. Appreciate Stop it. that. <laughs> <laughs> so me and him, as, as just in general, with her being compared to, oh. you can call like the You remember Pele, her now, don't you? Yes, I remember seeing like her. Like the Pelé of women's soccer. Okay. She fortified and grew women's soccer to what it is now. Good job. So she was a pioneer. Yeah, it was there before, but she in the U.S. because they won that World Cup really expanded it to what it needed to be. Pretty much, she established it on the map. And if you look at it Good now, job. how how between men and women, mm-hmm. women's soccer matches sell out like that mm-hmm. in the U.S. Yep. because of the fact of. Firstly, I mean, yeah, yeah, they actually won the cup, but... <laughs> no, but one thing about women's soccer, and I hate to interrupt you. No, you're good, man. If you watch videos about women's soccer, I've seen girls take a headbutt and still try to score it's a goal. They have they have passion. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to say, though, man, is the women's soccer in the U.S. has grown to an exponential rate. Yes. But due to the fact of what Mia Hamm first did, mm-hmm. and due to the fact that, again, yeah, they're not just winning the trophy. It's not just, I'm not looking just at that point. I'm looking at the point of these women literally leave their heart and soul mm-hmm. on that field. And mm-hmm. you see it. You see them always leave what they leave on the field. Yeah. Um, so that's why. For me, I choose Mia Hamm because she was the pioneer that women's soccer needed. Yeah. And that's why you now know a lot of other, you know, basically now most most men that are even, you know, Mexican from Latin descent, they are actually looking more forward to the women's soccer in the U.S. than their own country. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the only time where they actually will say USA, USA, USA. Right. Um, that's a, so that's one. If I was to go for my number one, main reason why I choose him is because... He really expanded. He may not have been a pioneer in the sport, but because 
when he was on the top. Every dream match he wanted went to this name. Mm-hmm. Anderson the Spider Silva. Okay. You wanted GSP, you put in Silva. You wanted Jones, you put in Silva. Any guy that you wanted. Ken Shamrock, Silva. When Silva was True. on top, he was untouchable. True. When Silva was on top, you wanted to watch UFC. It wasn't because of Nate Diaz. It wasn't because of Conor McGregor. It wasn't because of BHG Penn. It wasn't because of GSP. You just wanted to see Silva be Silva. Yep. Silva put the UFC on the map when UFC was starting to come up. And Silva gave him that the explosion that yes. they needed. Exactly. Because Silva could fight you at 180, but then jump up to 206 the next fight, and then go right back down to 180, and exactly. still do the same thing he was doing at a heavier weight, didn't lose and a still step. did not lose a step. At all. Silva, to me, was the the pioneer to grow the UFC. Mm-hmm. It was, most people, I mean, I can't, I didn't pull statistics on this, but most people, what I saw it, most people were watching the Silva fights before anything else. And when Silva finally got dethroned by Chris Weidman, that was the biggest shocker across the world. Yeah. It wasn't just here in the U.S. It wasn't just in the ESPN. It was across the world. Everyone talked about it because the king had finally been dethroned. Mm-hmm. Because he set records. Mm-hmm. He still holds a record. Mm-hmm. And this is a record that's probably never going to be broken. And honestly, for what he did for that sport, to me... You know, you can't say, I would like Muhammad Ali to fight an Oscar de la Hoya. But you could say, I want a Brock Lesnar versus an Anderson Silva eventually someday. And a catchweight fight. That would be crazy. That would have been one of the best matches, probably. Mm-hmm. You could say Randy Couture. You could say Frank Mir. You could say GSP. You could say John Jones. You could say... Da- when he fought Daniel Cormier at an old age with not even a week of preparation, he almost made... He almost knocked out Daniel Cormier, actually. Mm-hmm. And he was the one that really exposed Daniel Cormier for the, for the week in the body. Yep. So, at this point, honestly, that's why I say to number... For me, my own personal number one is Anderson, the spider, Silva, with all due respect to that man. Good pick. Um, thank you. At this point, I now leave the floor to you guys, the listeners, the followers, the subscribers. Mm-hmm. I will even post this on, the, on my own personal Instagram. Um... So and, also, on, uh... and, and and Facebook as well. Yep. And I want you guys to, to leave your personal comments on who your top five is. Yep. Yes. And if you guys agree with mine, you guys agree with Uncle Lisp, Uncle RJ, Uncle Twist and Shot, whatever he wants to call himself next week. Shot, <laughs> <laughs> it? make me one. Shot! <laughs> That's nice. I like that one. That's fun. Tony, the kid over here, whoever you guys agree with, you guys personal, you guys don't agree, just... Let's leave. Let's leave the floor open for conversation. Discussion. Exactly. Yeah. And just conversation. Go, just go from there. Right. Um, we're gonna be replying. I know. I will. Yeah. I, I would too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's gonna be awesome. You guys could tag yeah, me. Go I'll, ahead. I'll my Instagram. On, um, Instagram account too. My my personal Instagram though is Sal G twelve twenty. Um. So reach out. Go ahead. Reach out. Tag me. Uh, I'm going to close it out right now because, again, I started the show, so let me close it out. I want to give a special shout-out to my friend, Ade Manrique. We appreciate you for what you're doing. She's making us currently some some special cups with our logo on it. I know that they're really troublesome, but we appreciate you for what you're doing, for taking the time, the dedication, and the hard work to do it. It really means a lot to us, to the subscribers, to the listeners, to the followers. We appreciate you. Keep clicking the like button. Keep clicking the follow button. Keep clicking, clicking, pressing, whatever. The thumbs up. We appreciate you all. Tony the Kid, take it away, man. (laughs) Yes, I will. Woo!
Yes, what? guys. Thank y'all for joining for sure. This uh, special episode of the Reject News, uh, Reject Rundown, Sports News. Uh, so definitely, as far as we're talking about the picks, pick your picks. I, obviously, you guys are definitely going to have a lot of answers. I'll, I want to hear them just because I know we left out Mayweather. Like You brought up GSP, but wasn't on the list of anything like that. We left out even some of the wrestlers that are not on there, some of the boxers like Canelo or, you know, there's so many different athletes out there in the world that you can definitely add a stack up list. But as far as your top five, what is it and why? You know what I mean? Like, what's your reasoning behind it? What's your mental state behind picking the picks? And if you just want to talk about the top two, like how we did, even better. But other than that, um, I appreciate y'all for joining us. And pass it on to Uncle List, RJ. Hold on, wait. I want to do this. I want to read something. Shake and bake. I want to read uh, something that's a fun fact for my good friend here, Tony the Kid, who's a Mitchell Trubisky fan. Here we go. Mitchell Trubisky has never thrown a pick six. He's never thrown a pick six. Is this going to be like a sporting thing like every... I like that. I like that. He's never thrown a pick six. That's good. That's good. I want to read a comment that someone put. Imagine being so inaccurate that even the enemy team doesn't have a chance to intercept your passes. Oh, okay. (laughs) I had to read it. Uncle Liz, go ahead. Uncle Twisted Shout. Uncle RJ. Uncle Man, go ahead. Everybody, thank you. Okay. (laughs) Thank you, everybody. But the doubt. Thank you for being part of our show. Listening to all three of us ramble here and there. Uh Talk about our favorite stuff. Thank y'all for always being with us. Shout out to everybody, everybody, as I always say. So if you hear me say just shout out to everybody, turn around to your friend and be like, hey, Uncle RJ, just shout me out. Or if you Mm -hmm. want to call him Uncle Lisp or Uncle Twister, shout, go ahead and do that as well. He accepts him as well. That's true. We are building up a new nickname for third season. No, wait, mm-hmm. we're going to season four. Four, yes, four, For four. the fourth season. That's right. Which we had to end it somewhere so we could jump into hey, listen, the next That'd be in discussion how, room. We'll we, talk we, about we, it. We could discuss about we'll it. Maybe when the NBA season restarts again, after, okay. you know, they finish this season, and we go into the next one, we could go from there. All right, so, as always, hey, 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 y'all have a nice day. That lawsuit's on its way. Oh.